Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of Where Is This Going? You know me, I'm Hunter Miles. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the underscore Hunter Miles and on Twitter. That's where you find me. Uh, we have a great episode here for you guys tonight or today on this fine Tuesday. Um, we have Biko in the studio here as a guest. Uh, you can follow him on Spotify at, or at, there's no ads on Spotify, but Biko, B-I-I-K-O. Uh, Biko is also mo- as uh, well as a musical performer. Um, not just performer, creator, content, any joy. Uh, he is also a member of the Tiny Breakfast Improv Troupe, which will be performing tonight, March 29th, uh, Tuesday, at the Tip Top Com- or Tip Top Deluxe Bar and Grill uh, at 7.30 p.m. That is right before the Tip Top regular Tuesday's uh, Tip Top comedy show hosted by Alex Fakowski at 9 p.m. But it get there a little bit early for 7.30. Uh, Tiny Breakfast will be doing some time, um, some time, a show, a show that you should catch it. Um, but yeah, enjoy the episode. Biko and I get into a lot. We talk about religion. Uh, we talk about mainly about everything you shouldn't talk about on a first date. Uh, but I still think it was a decent first date for us. So I hope you enjoy it as well. Um, yeah, once again, follow Biko on Spotify, B-I-I-K-O, and not just Spotify, any uh, music, musical streaming platform you desire. And also catch him tonight, uh, March 29th at Tip Top. Deluxe Barn Grill, 7.30, Tiny Breakfast Improv Group. All right. Enjoy the show and this episode. You know what? Let's just say I was talking about both. You've seen the prep. I have. You like it? Uh, the vibes are here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's all... We haven't even... It's, you've been here for... Damn near an hour. Damn near an hour. And we have not even started recording the podcast yet. I personally love it. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm having a good time. You're I know, but we started this. You gave I, me a Red Bull. In my head, I was like, he's got a place to go. But then we talked. It's not, it's not much of a place. It's not much of a place. I got to pick my mom's car up at the airport. But that's All right. Not. Is your mom at the airport? She left and has her car in short-term parking. She doesn't want to keep paying for it. Good move. Wait, then why didn't she, she just have you drop her off in the first place? It was 5 a.m. And you're that I, lazy? I don't. You were up. I got up at 11, which is early for me today. I know, but you were probably close to up. I went to bed at 4.30. Okay. Exactly. So... You well, could, yeah, after drinking, you I'm not going to be like, hey, mom, let me take you to the airport. extra half hour to bring your mom? Not after imbibing trip. in alcohol because I'm responsible. Not, not after imbibing? Imbibing in alcohol. We were at a bar, Hunter. In, what are you saying? Imbibing? Imbibing. Imbibing. I have heard the word. Oh, it means to consume. Well, I, well you know. Well, so we're, we're more, learning things today. You know it's way more common? Consume? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. I drop 10 cent words like it's my job. Okay, I didn't know there were 10 cent words. I mm-hmm. thought they were, what am I, I think my elementary teacher used to call them $5 words. Oh, I I mean, it's only like six letters. I don't think it's that. But I think the value, you know what, let's go ahead and hit the intro. <laughs>
Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Where Is This Going? I'm your host, Hunter Miles, and this is Where Is This Going? A podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. And in the studio, we have today also, yeah, well, we'll get to it later. In the studio, we have today the very funny, the very talented, musically talented as well. Stop it. Biko. Thank Give it you. up for Biko, everybody. Little br- yeah, we got some applause <laughs> here. Thank you. What an intro. Thank you. Of course. Uh, my pleasure. Um, Biko, you can be found on uh, Spotify. Yes. Correct? It's uh, B-I-I-K-O. Right. Um, Should be spelled there on the screen. Um, why just Spotify? Uh, I tried SoundCloud for a while, but like I just wasn't getting any traction, and Spotify is the main service that I use. I should mention, it's also on Apple Music, it's on TikTok, it's on Deezer, but like mm. Spotify, as far as I know, is it's on all the streaming platforms. Right. There you go. And that's B-I-I-K-O. Um, dope. <laughs> find, find it on Spotify. Yeah. All, all of the streaming plats. Uh, but do you not... Do you not like your uh, Instagram and whatnot public? I just, no, you, it's uh, Biko Beaks, um, spelled the same way as the uh, the, the Spotify name. Um, it's just I never use it, so right. I don't want to, like, redirect people to a page that's essentially dead. dead. Like, yeah. I'll communicate with people on it, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Who be? Um, are we talking about $5 words again? Or <laughs> I'll just talk about where I met you. Also, um, not on camera today. We have in the studio Quincy and Woo! Jenna, both just hanging. Quincy's helping us camera switch and whatnot, although I think I've been doing most of the switching so far. Yeah. Everybody's We're just, all out here working hard. Exactly. Everyone's just trying. <laughs> uh, but, hey, if, if anyone ever wants to join the Where Is This Going podcast crew, we're always hiring um, for very cheap. I was to say, what's it pay? Very cheap. Um, maybe... <laughs> Maybe some weed. Uh, I although you don't partake, um, I can give you some Red Bull. Oh shit, I'm interested. I you can ask anyone who's worked for me. They do get paid reasonably in Red Bull. Okay, yeah. So for all you viewers out there, if you value your caffeine and bibing, yes, uh, Hunter's the one to go to. Bibing and caffeine and bibing caffeine. There we are. That's a stupid word. <laughs> um, Biko. <laughs> Biko? Yes. Biko. Mm. I first met you through not improv, but improv type stuff uh, over at Mulligan's on mm-hmm. Wednesdays when we were doing the debates. Rest in peace. If you've been looking for the loose Wednesday late night um, yeah, comedy hangs at Mulligan's, uh, they shut it down. But Unfortunate. And uh, I found out this week after I invited everyone in my improv group. To that event. Yeah, that's that, <laughs> that one's on you because it's been done for a bit. Um, I haven't been <laughs> free least, on Wednesdays generally. At least a month. Uh, at least a month. Well, I was excited normal. and then disappointed. So it was it was a whole roller coaster of emotions. Well, I'm glad you could be at least disappointed because that means you liked it at, at one yeah, point. Yeah, it was fun, man. Like, yeah. yeah. I'd recommend I, it to anyone. To anyone who doesn't know what Hunter's talking about, they would do a debate-style format where they would get a suggestion from the audience about what they should be pro or con about, and then two comics would get on stage and debate it. Right. And uh, It was usually about topics that none of us cared about, which made it more fun, or usually something that we completely disagreed with, but we had to fight for that. Mm-hmm. Now, your usual high school uh, debate mm-hmm. exercise. Um, yeah, for example, one of them was bees versus spiders. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was very much on the side of bees, as I think any sane person would be. Right. I had a topic. Uh, did that wasn't with me. We didn't. No, one. no. I think it was Dante. I had a topic of um only very old people should be able to have babies, or only very young people should be able to have babies. Can very old people have babies? No, but the, this was a world, and you live you live in. Gotcha. In Changing the rules. Only twelve year olds can have kids, or only eighty year olds can have kids. I feel like you're gonna come across a lot of. In that, in that, that wasn't talked about enough. I don't think <laughs> it wasn't talked about enough. Well, I wasn't going to bring it up because I was for the twelve-year-olds. Hey, so hey. I, I'm not going to bring up. Gross, my, yeah, I'm not going to bring <laughs> up a counterpoint to your. Defense. Yeah, exactly. i and the the thing in a persuasive essay, you have to address the counterpoints, but not make their argument for them. Yes, right? and I will not even address that counterpoint well so what have you been doing with all this just free roaming energy on wednesdays on now wednesdays? that you can't direct at an audience about defending pedophilia <laughs> all right one i was not defending pedophilia <laughs> i was defending their right to have children okay yeah, all right promoting pedophilia no Is because 12 year olds can have sex with 12 year olds consensually q i think we're fixating on the wrong thing here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thank you I was pro- I was promoting Mulligans on Wednesday nights, uh, but I, I was promoting not- a dead event. But- <laughs> exactly, but I will no longer promote this dead event. They don't value us, so I won't give them value. Just kidding. This uh, is the exact same venue that hosts them on Sunday for stand up. <laughs> exactly, that's what so I was let's say. talk shit about. But you can go there on Sundays at 9 p.m. and we'll we'll welcome you there. Um. But yeah, I I think improv st- improv style things uh, at Mulligans doesn't quite last. Uh, well, Fictional Friends had a run of about like five years there. Well, we had a good three months. Yeah, I mean, comparable definitely. <laughs> it didn't end as bad. It did not end as bad. Uh, I'm sure everybody out there who is in the comic world is aware that. Uh, uh, fictional friends is no longer around because the leader had charges brought against him for aggravated distribution of child pornography. Um, so Aggra- aggravated distribution. Yeah, that the phrasing isn't funny. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Q, are you laughing? <laughs> exactly. I just said it's not funny. I said it. It's not. I'm, I'm that. Can we take this? <laughs> I think I've dug enough holes already. The ag- the aggravated distribution. That's or aggravated distribution. Okay. To me, in any other context, it sounds like it would be funny. Distributing anything in an aggravated manner. Hunter, I don't know how it keeps sounding like you're defending pedophilia. <laughs> no, I'm talking specifically about a paper boy. That's in my head. He's distributing the news in an aggravated manner. And ch- Chuck, if he is doing it so in an aggravated manner, that's ha- what I picture. Do paperboys still exist? Yes, oh. but most of them are now driving cars. Oh, that's fair. What a world we live in. Yes, get out and exercise, America. Yeah, reduce I- your carbon footprint. And also, g- give these paperboy jobs back to the boys like, <laughs> or girls. But or very progressive or stance to take. <laughs> but, I'm saying back to the children. 
Give the job back to the children. Hunter, get off children. <laughs> I, I, I'm not on. <laughs> God damn it. I need you to know that. I, I work in high schools. I can't have you doing this to me. All right, we're going to cut fra- this section. You guys are framing me <laughs> in an unhealthy light. I'll say. <laughs> no, I have to be. I'm in the high schools. Oh, oh. And community colleges. So, uh, yeah, improvised comedy. Yeah, uh, improv. So, so I actually got. Friends is no more. It is no more, but that's where I got my start. And uh, it ended in, in a very uh, horrible fashion. But before it got to that point, for everyone that went through that troupe, it was open. And, like, anyone could just show up at 8 p.m., an hour before the show starts, and be a part of the practice. Right. And then you could be on stage that night. So it was the fastest way. On stage in Grand Rapids. And so I think the concepts, like, that was really cool. And it allowed people to get out of their comfort zone and try something new. And I, I desperately think that something like that should still exist. And right. Comedy Project kind of does something say, like that. Uh, Comedy Project on uh, over here on Leonard, um, every Monday does a Comedy Outlet Mondays. And then they have a jam at the end of the show. That anyone right. can be a part right. of. Yeah. yeah. And so, so similar. That's on Monday nights, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. Monday nights. The show starts at 7, but the jam is at, like, I want to say 8 or 8.30. Yeah. Uh, some, I don't think the whole show's quite an hour long. So It's a bit 55 minutes and pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I'd say do that, and if you're looking to get involved in it, and then... Uh, shout out they, Sean Francis. Shout out Sean Francis for running Comedy Outlet Mondays at The Comedy Project. Um they do also offer classes if that's something you ever want to get involved with, and it's it's worth it, dude. I would recommend it for anyone because it kind of bleeds over into other aspects of your life. Right. You become – you kind of sharpen your mind to be more aware of situations you're in mm-hmm. and a better listener uh, because you can only react truthfully to something if you know where the other person is coming from. Right. And if so, you're understanding the context not only in this state but the context of – their not of their life yes. basically um and that's really and it's it's something that stand up has helped me in just in the reactiveness or like the re- having a better reaction time uh not only for like cognitive things you could tell how quick that reaction that was ironic um <laughs> But not only like your cognitive reaction time, but like even physically talking in front of people mm-hmm. and exercising your that mentalness, that mentalness, that mentalness. Today's that- <laughs> brought to you by to Red you Bull, by Red Bull, Riptide, and mentalness. Oh man! Mentalness. Exercising that mental muscle. Whatever, Hunter, you're nailing it. Yeah, so far, <laughs> it does it does help me, my body react better to other things too. Sure. Until I just completely drown it in alcohol. Um, that uh, that's one way to do it. It will slow your reaction time. So your day job is public speaking, essentially, correct? Yes. Um. So were you doing stand up before that, or no? Okay. Well, this job, my day job, is new to me. Um, like six, seven months new. Uh, stand-up I've been doing for almost three years now. So do you think that kind of sharpening that blade of public speaking on stage kind of helped you transition into this? What really 
I'll start at the beginning. Okay. Because you already gave me a... Uh, uh, Shout out to Hunter Marcel Miles for yes. uh, certificate of graduation to Teen Challenge Western Michigan. Teen hell Challenge. yeah, that is where my real public speaking chops. Got it. Okay. Go. Uh, I would go out on because Teen Challenge is a it's a nonprofit, but also it's a no prop. Like they make no money. <laughs> How do you get paid? Everything <laughs> is. Do- I don't. I. Oh. I, I I was a student there. Oh, you don't back get in paid the gotcha, to get gotcha, a student. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and how, how the people there get paid, I, it's beyond me. Because it's completely donation-based. And so with that, we had to go out to churches. And I would go to some schools uh, here and there. Not as frequent. But every Sunday, I was going out to a, to a church somewhere in Michigan or Indiana or something. And I would sing and give my testimony. Are you a good singer? Yes. Damn, he did karaoke last night, and I wasn't able to be there. I did karaoke last night. It wasn't my best, I'll tell you that. But I'm I'm battling congestion. Same. Okay. I also do want to point out, sorry if I sound stuffed up today. Um, Likewise. I, I've got some Afrin in my car, man. I could have grabbed keep, it for I you. Keep sni- I, got, I got pills in my car, too. Oh, jeez, man. Okay, so <laughs> if, if two people sleep with the same person, then they're Eskimo brothers or sisters, correct? What are you and Let me get to it. Okay. And so if we shared the same bottle of Afrin, which you stick in your nose, and, we, that, and we're, like, combining mucus membranes. Like cave bros. Cave bros? Yeah. Splunking bros? I like that. Spelunking bros. I like that. Spelunking. That's a 10-cent word right there. That's a, yeah. I'll give it. I imbibe while I'll spelunking. Give I'll give it six. <laughs> um... Where the oh yeah so every I would go we would go sing and yeah I can sing decently Michael Bublé is I I know my range mm-hmm. that's the thing so I'll kill Bublé uh, I will not kill Michael Bublé if you're listening or watching and you want to do a collaboration this Michael is the most controversial hit me up. podcast I've ever I know but I just you guys aren't listening you guys clearly aren't listening I'm talking excuse about me I just got done killing. explaining about how good I am at listening yeah but you keep <laughs> painting me. Recontextualizing. You're giving me Kanye West vibes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you keep hating it's me. It's like a metaphor. You're <laughs> over here. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm just saying. But you, oh, oh, you're just trying to paint me the bad guy. No, I've been. Can I tell you? Speaking of Kanye, I'm going to abandon that thing. Sure, why not? Speaking of Kanye, I've gotten told two times in the past week that I looked like Pete Davidson. Once at the club, at the comedy club, and once at a high school. So I was about both, to say, okay, well, alcohol is areas of my job. I, the I high school. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like Skeet it. Davidson. Literally, the only... I don't see it. We both have a racially ambiguous tone, and that's it. That's the only thing we share besides our body type. He always struck me as like Long Island Italian. Is that not correct? I mean, I don't know. Okay, he's got a he's got a tint to Q, him. Q, look that up. Maybe it's yeah, Q, look that up. Maybe Open another. Maybe it's the mannerisms. Mannerisms. You mean like he does a little black scent or? Yeah, or he, like he just hates himself all the time. Or something. Okay, <laughs> so so it's more of a depressive okay. thing. So or, you give off a very depressed vibe. But our, but, but our depressed vibes match, you see. Yeah, the, the the energy is, like, fluctuating on the same wavelength. Yeah. 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 The, it's a very low w- wavelength, but... I don't have... I'm, I'm trying to stay what in are they, shot. Like beta, beta waves? Beta Delta. waves? 
I should. Well, so those are real That's things, but I don't. Oh, Alpha, beta, and delta. I went to school for audio engineering. I should know the answer to this question. Yeah, dude. I only know it for uh, these are mental brainwaves. That's what I know them as. <sighs> you are correct. They do exist. I just don't know what <laughs> frequency range. I love how is. reluctantly you're letting me know I'll that I'm I'll right. I'll admit when I'm not in the know about something. <laughs> but you seem sad about it. Yeah, I am. Right. I, I made a mental note to research this as soon as I'm done here. So anyways, I would go to different churches every Sunday and sing and give my testimony, uh, just how God has worked in my life. Uh, and in turn, they would give us a love offering. So basically, we would tell our sob stories. Mm-hmm. They'd pay us money. They'd feed us. We'd go back to the center. Gotcha. Um, are you us. still religious? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think, as you've gotten older, it's played a larger or a more diminished role in your life? Uh, it had to be larger because gotcha. I wasn't smoking crack in fourth grade, but I was still going to youth group stuff. Gotcha. It was fun. I hear you. But then I had to I had to go to church because I needed it for a while, and uh. that's also like realizing my need for God has in turn strengthened our relationship. That's a day, like just for these high school students. So classrooms would come. In. I was gonna say we would like rotate, right? Yeah, okay, gotcha. Classes would come in. It'd be like maybe sixty kids or something. Then like four, three or four of us would. Go up for like probably seven minutes, six, five to seven minutes. Not that it was like supposed, not that it was supposed to be like the same time as mm-hmm. a stand up set, but we would go up for five to seven minutes, tell our story, and then the next person would go. And I would always, especially in the schools, but I would always try to relay humor to get some of my stuff across. I was just about to ask that. Like, as a storyteller, do you still find yourself injecting humor into uh, testimony, even if it's something that's deeply important yes. to you okay. every time every time and i would i was doing it already just in my in my normal testimony at the churches i would still have l- just random parts of it would be even if they weren't funny outwardly it was funny to me have you tried doing that on stage in grand rapids yeah what do you mean as like stand as up comedy stand up but you just give your testimony oh geez um no just because one, I don't know how long it would be anymore, but gotcha. But yet, you do you do pose a good a good point. And parts of my testimony I have used on stage, mm-hmm. um, like the uh, I was gonna say because like I think my bit, favorite a bit about a bit that I have about wanting to kill myself or like planning on killing mm-hmm. myself was almost like a chunk of it was almost word for word in my testimony gotcha. as well. So yeah, a lot a lot of the stuff, um, and I talk about my time in rehab on stage. But yeah. Um, Cause I do think that the best standups, it's not really about like set up punchline. I mean, it worked for like Mitch Hedberg or mm. Dimitri Martin, but the greats, it's like, they're kind of uh, giving you a narrative, right? They're, it's more storytelling than it is like, exactly. And then emphasizing the, the, the absurdity of life in it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And we, we were also doing for a while at Mulligan's, we were doing storytelling nights too. Um, why can't you guys get a crowd on Wednesday? Dude, I don't know. And it's because it's a late night show, too. But I mean, we were doing packed shows with fictional friends. I don't care. Yeah, 
Your show started at eight. It'll go to like eleven. Our starts at ten. Oh no, it started at nine. Our starts at ten. Okay. Or well. ten thirty. After now two other shows in Grand Rapids. Um but yeah, and we stopped like the the people who were running it stopped caring about it. And I don't even run it. I care the most about it. I hear you. Well, I mean, <laughs> look at this great avenue you have for people to tell stories now. Exactly, this podcast. This podcast. This podcast. Um, I do think it's interesting because, so I was raised Protestant, mm-hmm. if I'm bringing it back to religion, and I had a deeply disturbing experience at Spring Hill Summer Camp Ooh, between you know the summer what? of... Seventh and eighth grade. Hold on to that thought. This okay. is a great time for a message from our sponsors. This episode of Where Is This Going is brought to you by our sponsors at Riptide Tattoos. Riptide Tattoos is located at 102 Walnut Street, Suite B, over in Holland, Michigan. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And with over 25 years of combined experience between the artists at Riptide Tattoo. Uh, there's a versatility of styles, and they're always accepting new appointments. So come on in, schedule your appointment for your custom tattoo. It's a very clean and friendly environment, and you can go ahead and visit their website if you don't have time to stop in at RiptideTattoos.com. And, yeah, go ahead and tell them Hunter sent you. Now we'll get back to the episode. This episode of Where Is This Going is also brought to you by Off The Grid, House of the Vintage and Handcrafted and Created in Secret. You guys know Bruce and Alex from Off the Grid over at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114 here in Holland uh, between Buffalo Wild Wings and Wild Chef. Alex and Bruce have been on the show a few times. Uh, Great dudes. And they have everything you need over there to get exactly that off the grid, whether it's a new hat. uh, Thank you, Bruce. Or just a whole new outfit. Bruce is there to curate a new style for you or cater to whatever style you're already set in. Um, and Alex has got it all set up in the glass shop. Everything you need from bongs to bowls um, and a lot of like custom pieces uh, for you won't be able to find anywhere. And there's so much more than that, but you guys can go ahead and stop down there. Tell them I sent you. That's, again, that's 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114, uh, right between Buffalo Wild Wings and Wild Chef. They're open Monday through Sunday now, uh, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. Sorry, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then on Sunday, they're open from noon to 5 p.m. So go ahead, check them out. Follow them on Facebook, Off the Grid. That's uh, Off the Grid is spelled uh, G-R-1 and then two Ds on Facebook. Uh, go ahead and visit them online, their website, offthegrid.com. Uh, follow them on Instagram, again, at offthegrid, but grid is spelled G-R-1-D-D. Go ahead, say what up to Alex, Bruce, and Justin. Tell them I sent you. And we're back. Mm-hmm. All right. What were you saying? Uh, I was talking about my experience with uh, Spring Hill Summer Camp. So I was raised Protestant, mm-hmm. and uh, I went there when I was 13 after having been there the previous, like, four summers. And this Oh, time, so you went during the summertime? Yeah. We always went as a winter retreat. Gotcha. For, for our churches. I didn't know they do that. Oh, well, yeah. Well, the, apparently they did. Hill and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what you're talking about. Um, but this time my friend brought along his cousin, who, mm-hmm. at the age of 13, was an atheist. 
And I was just like, my reaction at that point in my life was I'd never met someone who wasn't religious. So I was just like, that's weird. You're weird. Yeah. And cut to about four days later, uh, it's nighttime. And the way it works there is that your counselor and your cabin you share with like Mm -hmm. seven other people has a sister cabin that you go out and do all the activities with. Mm -hmm. Our sister cabin... um, some of the kids were bullying this other kid, and they locked him in a closet. The atheist kid? No, just, no, just separate, separate. Gotcha. Um, just in our sister cabin. Locked him in a closet, and he's screaming, please let me out. Like, I'm afraid of the dark. And then the counselor, their counselor comes in sees what's going on and says, everybody outside now. Mm-hmm. So everyone from our cabin and our sister cabin, right? our cabin who had nothing to do with it, was marched outside. Yeah. And uh, in in. Pitch black darkness, our counselor starts screaming and gets on his knees and prays to God for forgiveness. Says the devil is among us. Just like some really like fundamental type shit. Yeah. And the punishment was the next day. Well, and that that was the disturbing part was like how the dark and brim, blah, brimstone and fire he got right. about it and directed it at us. And we're just like, we had nothing to do with this. Right. And so the punishment was the next day that everyone in our cabin and everyone in the sister cabin, except the kid that got bullied, went to the huge water slide they have. And he was the only one that was allowed to go in the water or down the slide. And we had to just sit at the edge of the pool and watch him. And that little fucker (laughs) had the time of his life. I would be so awkward and embarrassed. Like, God damn it. And that's, you know what? I love him for that. Oh, my God. I love him for being able to enjoy himself. He goes, in spite of all of us. Hey, guys, I know this is fucked up. I know I shouldn't. It shouldn't be this way, <laughs> but it but, is. <laughs> but this is God's plan <laughs> for locking me in the closet. But this is God's plan. But and don't you love it? So I just get to thinking like that was so unfair. And I'm sitting next to the atheistic kid, and I'm just like, "Tell me about what you think is going on in the world." And it's planted this seed of doubt, right? You know. And so it's then I start thinking about it more and thinking about it more. And it, I just realized it wasn't for me. And maybe that was right. like a rebellious, like, 13-year-old state of mind. But, well, I mean, I also had gone through the same uh, the same doubt. Uh, we were both raised. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, we you're good. We were both raised. Uh, I was raised, well, technically Protestant. Mm-hmm. But uh, pretty, what's the word? Starts with a P still. Presbyterian. No. Catholic. I still don't know what Presbyterian is. <laughs> Uh, Pentecostal. Gotcha. Pentecostal. Uh, Assemblies of God. Um, <laughs> sound like a duck. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it's you gotta love allergies and the weather change in Michigan. <laughs> Happy spring. But any Jew, I when I was in like fifteen or when I was like fifteen or sixteen, I started going through that same mm-hmm. doubt, and not that I had ever taken it super seriously uh, until I was maybe like. 13 or 14. So I, I went the other way. Sure. And then came back to a doubt, doubtful stage un, until crack. Right. Like until the end of crack, I guess. But, and and I can understand you coming from the perspective of needing like this emotional support beacon to really lean into. Because that's some really dark shit to get hooked on, man. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm fortunate in that I, I mean, I drink way too much, but like. I, I I don't think it's to the point that it's like fucking up my life. Right. Yeah. I'm um, at that point. Your eyes do look a little yellow though. Have a little noticed? bit. Yeah. Well, it, they're always like that. But ever since I got LASIK, my eyes are like just perpetually dry. Ah. Uh, okay. So okay. I think that has something to do with it too. You um, think you're better than me or something? 
not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> all right, I don't know why you just I I tried joking about jaundice and then you threw LASIK at me like I couldn't afford it because I got glasses and I'm a broke bitch. Um, huh? I, I guess if you want to choose to perceive it that way, I'm just wondering why. What you come into my house? I was invited, sir. <laughs> I am a vampire in this situation. Okay, so you are looking to suck blood. Oh hell yeah! Oh fuck you. <laughs> so. That's when I became an atheist, but as I got older, I realized that's ju- that's an equally ignorant stance to take. So mm-hmm. I, I now identify as agnostic. Also, right. I had an experience with a Ouija board. That is the one thing in my life I am unable to explain. Mm. And so that leads me to believe that there's something more at play here. I will never have an experience with a Ouija board. <laughs> I wouldn't, at this point, recommend it. Yes. Uh, not many do. Our friend Lexi, who is a uh, Gaelic witch. Our friend Lexi? My friend Lexi, okay. who is a Gaelic witch. Uh, I has... thought it was our friend Lexi, and this was just a thing I didn't know about her. Um, the inside joke in our group of friends is that every time we see Hunter, we go, Our friend Hunter! <laughs> and I can't tell if he hates it or not. But uh, <laughs> I haven't, heard... <laughs> I haven't yeah. heard it in a while. <laughs> Uh, but she's a, she's a Gaelic witch, and she has uh, spooked me into believing and in, in, like no into not using a Ouija board oh. and avoiding it entirely, and don't ever ask for like a spirit's name. And like she came over last week, <laughs> and we were all hanging out, and she's just like, "Oh, Biko, by the way, there's I think there's like a demonic presence that like has its eyes on you." I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Just something to say in passing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go home. I'm tired. <laughs> Today. Oh my god! So the rest oh, of the night, the I'm just like, <laughs> looking around, all paranoid. Uh. Well, she. I hope she stayed around to at least kind of literally, literally came over last night and did a sage burning at my place and go. provided me with smelling salts and like I currently have one aging in my room so that I, a mixture so that I can sprinkle it around my house to ward off a presences. Mi- a mixture of smelling salts. It's a mixture of salt, cloves, garlic. Um, some herb I cannot remember the name of, and black rock salt. Nice. Yeah. She's protecting me, Q. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That does seem a little manipulative. Damn it. <laughs> that does seem to be like, hey, you got a demonic presence. <laughs> You're going to need me around more gotta... often. <laughs> you know? Fuck, am I getting played right now? Is that what's happening? Does she have a steady home? Oh, Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. And she's, and she's getting married soon. I mean, like, things are lining up in her personal People life. with a title of Gaelic witch doesn't sound, they don't sound that far off from a gypsy. Oh, my so God. I might be getting played. Lexi, I love you. You don't, you, need to, you don't need to be doing this to me if that's what's going on. You could just ask to hang out. <laughs> 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 like, we, you invited her over. <laughs> You're already in the door. You're you don't have to involve the demons. <laughs> if you want to hang out, just say that. Damn it. Ugh. You don't got to make up some I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse, but <laughs> here we are. You should feel better about your home, worse about your friendship. Okay. But I think both can be remedied. I got some text messages to send. <laughs> uh, do we have an update? Oh, yeah. Super side note. We have our Perfect. <laughs>
<laughs> well, thank you. And maybe that's because we're both mutts. Exactly. I'm also German and Irish mm-hmm. and not Italian, but my middle name's Marcel, so that could go either way, black or Italian. Good point. Uh, yeah, I don't know which one I would assume in that. And I, I'm not Jewish, uh, but my great-great-grandmother did marry a Jew. Um, so, I mean, that's like, did she convert? Uh, no. Okay, well then, I was just saying, I don't know if that, like, counts that. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know if it counted either, if she did, even if she had trans, transfused, was it? It's definitely transfused. (laughs) Um, yeah, she imbibed the transfusion, that's what you (laughs) do to become Jewish. Uh, converted, jeez. Oh, here we are. The train has arrived at the station. (laughs) so... I don't know. I need to stop smoking weed. I'm a... <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm not catching my words as easily as I used to. Um, my aunt married um, a Gentile, and she is Jewish. And oh. so, I, I, and he did convert. So I think that makes their kids full blood Jew. I don't know the heritage. But, uh, uh, was it not traditionally Jew? Or, um, yeah, basically traditionally Jewish. No. <laughs> Uh, Pentecostal? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say not, not to talk about religions like on on the first date, and that's kind of like what I'm considering this. This is our first date. Well, I'm hoping you'll have me back, but well, we also did discuss back, religion. <laughs> bro, who knows at this point? Uh, why can't I think of it's not heritage, dude? Descendancy? No. Lineage? I'll I'll figure it out later, probably. Imbibe. Ethnically? <laughs> Ethnicity. No, ethnically. So you're ethnically Jewish or you're. Oh, I see. Uh, you're technically Jewish. Technically Jewish. Of Jewish descent. Not, But I'm saying like tradi- there's a word for What like, a podcast. Two dudes sitting around Just talking search- about shit they're not involved with. Searching for words. <laughs> um, and I hear typing going on over there and I'm wondering what words Q is finding. I mean, we're getting. He's over there canceling us on Twitter <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Did you know? Okay. Supposed to discuss on a first date? Tell me. Rape. Oh, well, that's also a good. Religions. I can't remember what A stands for, so (laughs) I'm probably bad at first dates. And then the P is uh, politics, and the E is X's. X's. Okay, so the A has to be what? Appetite? (laughs) Don't be hungry on your first (laughs) date. Just don't talk about how hungry you are, all right? I don't want to hear about it. Um, but it's like, it's like, damn, that is a very aggressive acronym. Ancestors? (laughs) Don't discuss where you've come from. Exist in the moment. Be here now. (laughs) Exactly. Don't talk about the past. Get out of it. (laughs) Get out of it. Don't bring up your exes. Don't bring up your ancestors. I don't want to hear shit. I will say though, I do like discussing exes with people that I'm on dates with. I've done it multiple times, <laughs> and, and I've gotten relationships out of them. Well, <laughs> I was just saying, that, and the dates have gone well. Right. Yeah, and I don't, I can't obviously disagree with your experience, mm-hmm. but to me, it's almost off-putting depending on, if it's off-putting, I guess when you get into specifics. Sure. Because if you're just like, I had an ex who blah, 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 but then once we start calling them by name, mm-hmm. and really... <laughs> Getting into it? Getting into it. Yeah. That does show, like, a level of, like, being hung up on. Exactly. So, too heavy, too soon. 
that's where I'm like, all right, that that's what makes me uneasy. I wonder. It's like it's. I've kind of done that more as I've gotten older, and maybe it's just because I want to cut through the bullshit immediately and be right. like, here's what happened last time, and yeah. why I am exactly. no longer in that situation. Exactly, and why I have the rules I do now. Yeah. All right, Q. Let's hear him. Number five. R A P E. That's only four. No, do not. I will not guess. Famous ancestry. Act? Ancestry. Holy shit. Boom, what? Bah. Why? I told you. That's In why. In case you're dating a racist and you oh. don't want them to know. Yeah, like. just don't speak on it. All right. I don't, I don't have the views of my family. God. <laughs> or I, I honestly thought you were going to say a rapist. Just because the, the word. <laughs> Go on. I would want to know that as well. I would, if, 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 you're, if my... No, go on. <laughs> Number four, uh, Yeah, there See, we are. That's the R in rape. Uh, no. <laughs> Number three, uh, power There we are, P. Money. Affluence, maybe that's the A. Ooh, that could be it. Doubtful. Okay, that was the first, like, amazing word you've pulled out of nowhere. I have amazing <laughs> words. I said transfusion. You just say transfusion. Uh, last but not least, your cat. Yeah, there we yeah, are. Okay. I have the best words. All of my words are great. Okay, give me Bernie Sanders. Uh, I got I got nothing. Oh damn it. I thought this was gonna be like a fun bit all of a sudden. No, I do love the Jews, but I can't do their accent. I can do an old Jewish woman's accent. I mean that's Bernie Sanders. Because she yelled at me at a club once. Um you can't smoke your cigarettes out here. Oh, yeah, you're right. I can almost get it. <laughs> Add a little, like, <laughs> <laughs> cigarettes. Yes! <laughs> got, I don't know if I'm doing Larry David or Bernie. You got to take your cigarettes across the street. That's a dynamite Bernie. Q, you. Q, back me up on this. <laughs> not. I can't speak. <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't speak. He's, he's not getting into politics. Here we are discussing politics on the, on first, the first date. Day. All of us. This is our. This is our first date. And I guess we did discuss money earlier in terms of payment for helping with the show. Yeah, Red Bull. We've we've, we've hit every corner of yeah, this we're, horrible, we're horrible square. About, yeah, we've done religion. Oh, the, the I mean, you want you want to tell me about your exes, Hunter? Um, no. <laughs> That's a boundary we're not crossing. Exactly. You right. can tell me about your exes, though. No. <laughs> Um, so, Fictional Friends is where you started improv, right? Correct. And Spring Hill, 13 years old, is where you started atheism. Correct. Now. And then you, you grew to be agnostic, and now all of these collide mm -hmm. with Tiny Breakfast. They do. So, that, Have I, I not discussed my improv troupe yet? I am nope. fucking awful at... Promoting. I mean, it's, I I should have gotten to it sooner. That's on me. And maybe I'll record it's a, a separate, joint effort. I'll record a separate intro that you know will take me like twenty five tries. Uh, but I'll, I'll give you a better intro to yourself. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe. Um, Tiny Breakfast is uh, some members of Fictional Friends 
didn't like the direction that it was going, and we chose to remove ourselves from that, but we didn't want to give up on doing something that we loved doing. That before the plane crashed? That was before the plane crashed. Uh, we got out of there about a year and a half before then. Right. Um, which was really like the golden age of it, but... By the plane crashing, we're talking about 9-11, but go on. 9-11 changed improv comedy forever. As it should. As it should. Um, so a few of us uh, were involved with that, and then we left, and uh, Jake Mate uh, reached out to some of his friends he had done improv with in college and high school, uh-huh. and was like, hey, we're trying to form a new group. And so, boom, the six of us got together, and, um, you know, we started off doing, like, small shows. We did, like, backyards. We did clubs where we wouldn't get paid anything, and... Uh, you know, we've like slowly, stand-ups. yeah, exactly, stand-ups. <laughs> but we've slowly built up an audience, and we can do like full shows at the Comedy Project now, and we're looking to go even higher in the future, and maybe set up like a tour or something. Right on. Mm-hmm. So, um, how many of you are there? Uh, there are six of us six? in total. Yeah, I thought so. Um, and how many of them were just friends from? Uh, three of them were f- people who hadn't been involved with fictional friends really, and right. three of them were. So a nice, a healthy mix. Yeah, of, absolutely. So one, Jake, right? Jake, me, and Salwan were from Fictional Friends, and then Nina, Evan, and Ezra were friends of Jake's. Okay, so Jake's kind of at the helm of it? Or? Yeah, he was the glue that brought us together, but that has become so entangled and enmeshed nice. at this point, Very because we've been together for three and a half years, so... Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that was going to be my next question. So, like, a year-ish before the pandemic... Uh, yeah, and so then we took a year off, and uh, we kind of had to, like, shake the rust off a little bit when we got back, but yeah. it was very much like riding a bike, and there's a lot of love and encouragement in the group, and so, like, just, we really wanted to be around each other and start doing shows again, and so that energy kind of carried over. Um, I would say our sets are very similar to, like, Whose Line Is It Anyway? We do a lot of short-form improv, but we'll nice. toss in a longer one every now and then. Of course. Um, but definitely an energetic show. And if you come, I I think I would hope you're gonna find it really funny. Yeah. But a lot of people have. Yes. Yeah. Um. I I've literally not had a chance to see you guys, and I'm sorry. There was a discrepancy. <laughs> you know. Hunter is a father. I understand. <laughs> He's no, uh he's I, got a he's got he's got things going on, I, and he's so got I, jobs I, to do. Yeah, I have my son. Next week, uh, so I won't be able to see you guys opening up at Tip Top before mm-hmm. the comedy. So That's this are, coming Tuesday? Yes. You guys are going up at 8. March 29. We're going to be on at 7.30. On at 7.30. Cool. At Tip Top Deluxe Bar and Grill. On Butterworth and Straight. I didn't even Here know those Grand Rapids top. on the west side. Hell yeah. Oh, I know Tip Top very well. <laughs> and you can stay for Tip Top Tuesday's uh, comedy night hosted by... Alex Blotkowski, friend of the pod, um, fan favorite. Nah, I don't know. But you guys tell me. Comment below. Did you like Alex's episode or do you like this one? Comment, please. (laughs) Engage with us. Engage. Please. Share. We're begging you. Like, subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Don't do that. Double click on TikTok. (laughs) Are you involved with TikTok? Reluctantly. Reluctantly. I feel like as a stand-up, it's a, one of the best platforms. It is. Because if you have, you you can take your solid five and whittle that down to solid 30 seconds. Exactly. And then boom. And like, have a bunch of them. Yeah. And I have a bunch of clips that I haven't. I have I have like four clips on, four or five clips on TikTok right now. And I have a ton that I just haven't edited mm-hmm. down. 
and it's just pure laziness, honestly. Um, but Q might be coming to some shows with me soon to record for me, Hell yeah. uh, which will be cool. We, we He's been talking about um, a vlog-type uh, posting, and mm-hmm. I'm hella interested in it. But once again, I've explained how lazy I am. Do you so. think you could just talk at a camera for like 10 minutes? Yeah, I do it here sometimes. Would it fun- Does it function as like a video diary, or is that like how you test your comedy to like watch nah, it back man, and be that's like, gay as hell. that's gay no, as hell. <laughs> no, uh, and yes. <laughs> where is this going? Ally to the LGBT community. An obvious ally. <laughs> I have blue hair. I've done enough. Blue hair. <laughs> my uh, normal producer is a lesbian, so. I think we we know. I have a black well friend, so I have like, black look at him. He's right there. I'm kind of black. Kind of, definitely are kind of black. I'm kind of black, so I, I was gonna say I can't be racist, but I, statistically, I am homophobic. Yeah, statistically, yeah, I can, be, I can be racist. I'm not racist. I'm just very prejudiced in my views against certain ethnicities. <laughs> against certain ethnicities. <laughs> certain tones hit me hit me a little different. Anyways, you guys know I, I'm I'm all inclusive. Uh, I'm all like a resort. Um, what were we talking about? I lost it. Uh, Tip top shows. Oh yeah, wait, something's gay. No, I'm not. <laughs> I do use. We're getting fucking canceled, Hunter. <laughs> they everyone understands. Okay. I say everyone. No one watches this. Um, but we're gonna have three angry viewers out there. <laughs> exactly, and guess what? They won't even comment. They're not. Gonna, they're not even that mad. <laughs> this is us challenging you to engage with us. We don't think you're gonna do anything, bitch. You, oh jeez. <laughs> Unless it involves my job, just please don't do that. Okay, um, you can bleep that one. You don't know where I work, <laughs> huh? I don't know the name. You don't either. Shut up. <laughs> I do know your phone passcode now. I've seen you open it enough. Well, I'd hope so. <laughs> it's six digits. It's six nine three times. <laughs> <laughs> I do use solo episodes sometimes as like a video or audio diary, whether it's video or audio. But um, I'm still filtering myself, mm-hmm. and because you know I hate editing, so I just self filter as I. <laughs> As I speak. I mean, that's probably a good technique to practice, though, because, like, I will say that when I record music, there's always that thought in the back of my mind, like, "Ah, I can just comp that and post and just be like, chop, chop, put it together and sounds great. No one's going to notice. But the other aspect is, like, now if I go to perform it live, like, I don't have that muscle memory of trying to do the take a million times. Right. So, yeah, definitely. I think just just talking without Mm. the edits is is good for your craft and what you're trying to accomplish. And, like. Doing it so many times, you're realizing you are getting better. Like, you're getting closer and closer to having it mm-hmm. either the way you want it or the way it should be. Whatever. it, The way I want it. It's an ad read. All right. It gave me so much to say. I <laughs> tried to do the take times. 25 times <laughs> 25 for times. the advertisement. And guess what? I got another one to do. <laughs> But I'm not gonna sit here for thirty minutes. <laughs> I'm not gonna spend another forty-five minutes on thirty seconds of speaking. He's got it down, though. I, so. I, mean, I got it down. 
You've already heard. Do you think you could do it flawlessly? You've already heard the word from our sponsor. Do you think you could do it flawlessly right now? No, because if I don't, <laughs> we're going to edit it out, and I don't want to edit, dude. I told you, I'm not editing. Full circle. That's, <laughs> that's what we do here on the pod. Exactly. We just do it right the first time. <laughs> the Bill O'Reilly of podcasts. <laughs> it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> um. So Tiny Breakfast has been going on for about three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Now, so self-conscious of my nose right now. I feel like I sound... You haven't been right. that much. No, not even that. Don't do that. <laughs> but the sound of me sounding plugged up. Hunter's so plugged right now. Ooh, so plugged, baby. Oh, plug me up. Um, Music. Yeah. I make it. You what... <laughs> Go on. I'm so. I'd always say that um, I've always wanted to create music that people haven't heard before, and that's kind of like my driving thought. It's just like so. I do a lot of like genre smashing together. Yeah. Um, and recently, like Hundred Gex has been a really big influence on me, and they're kind of like the biggest name in hyperpop right now. Um, hyperpop. I'm completely not familiar. With all right. So I want to describe it as like. It's usually high tempo, high energy, tons of distortion. Uh-huh. It's kind of like making fun of pop music. Okay. It's it's taking everything that makes a song pop and just dialing it up to yeah. ten. Gotcha. Um. So high energy and just like weird song lyrics and uh, but also it's kind of seen like a revival in like the emo spectrum of it. Right. Like so, there's a lot of teenagers now with the access. Hyper pop punk. Hyper pop punk is I think that's actually what it's called. Hell yeah. Um. A lot of people these days, it's like they'll get a laptop for school or whatever. GarageBand will be on it. There's a million loops in there. So exactly. you can just start producing by dragging and dropping. And so I, I think that's why we're kind of seeing an explosion in the amount of music that's available these days. Just because of the experimentation. Experimentation, but the, the access Yeah, exactly. Is there. The tools and yeah. the resources. So and it's so easy. Yeah. I could teach someone how to make a song in literally 10 minutes. Well, I don't want to. Okay. Well, we're not going to do that today. Then. All right. Uh, you know. But a willing participant, I could teach very, very Just quickly. Don't try. So don't even try the, the, to teach me. The downside, I'm going to teach him. <laughs> the, downside, the downside to it, though, is that because we are all just using these loops and samples that – a lot of similar sounding shit is coming out. And so it's like kind of becoming, the internet is becoming inundated with right. things that are kind of copies of a copy of a copy. And yeah. so originality is lacking, which is where my vision comes in. And so I will, I'll use loops and samples, but I will, I try to record like live things for every song that's yeah. just like me improvising on top of something. Um, and so I like think. Like a Mark Rebier type? Um, so he's fucking amazing, but I, I typically don't do things live. I'm much more of a composer and arranger. Gotcha. Um, but. The improvising over top of, was what I was referring to mostly. Gotcha. Yes, that is, when I do play live, that's what I tend to do. It's Mm -hmm. like, I'll have something going underneath that I then will jam on top of. Right. Um, and I, I want to say though, that it wasn't until recently, uh, about a year ago when I saw. Uh, Inside by Bo Burnham. Yeah. I had always taken my music so seriously and like I wanted it to be like dark and say something and like this is what I'm really feeling. And then I saw that and something in me as a songwriter was just like, why am I taking this so fucking seriously? Like this is something that I love that doesn't mean it has to be something that's like melodramatic. And so. Which you could also 
in back to Bo's mm-hmm. inside, you could see both sides of that absolutely play out completely. But here he is making a song about Instagram ladies, and then following that up with like I'm getting old and dying. Yeah, but the behind the scenes aspect of it also shows you him driving himself yeah. crazy over the silly song. Absolutely. Which is, it's almost like a, you have to, that was a lot of the criticism, I guess, of his, of Bo himself was like, is this good for you? Like, is this good for your mental health or to be showcasing? Obviously your- not. Exactly. But uh, is it important? I'd say, yeah, to like kind of have that exploration of, because that's something that we all fucking went through with the pandemic. Right. It's just like, do you remember those first months? It was like you were afraid to to, to see your own mother. Like it I, was, I would only watch Carol Baskins. He would only watch Carol Baskins. <laughs> and just think of my grandmother. There you go. I wouldn't even dare call her. And it, it just what it what it's like then to be human, which is a social animal, and then be so isolated. It mm. makes you go fucking crazy. Right. And so, anyways, but I saw that. Yes. And the the fact that he didn't take everything so seriously, but there was a serious aspect to it, but it was a spectrum. And that kind of opened my eyes to uh, what it could be. And the reason that Inside did it, that his other specials didn't, was I finally was listening to his music and being like, holy shit, this is, these songs because you're are not listening so well produced. Reaction yeah. Either. And Inside, I think musically it was different. Absolutely. Than anything he's done. Absolutely. Because every every other album with his piano, his piano sounds just about the same. Just the the poppy cadence, yeah, like the boom 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 boom, boom. like it's yes, the same every time. Uh, which is no knock on him, but you got to start somewhere. Exactly, and yeah. I still can't. I can't <laughs> play the piano. I can't write music. Hunter, I could teach you how to play piano. I don't want it. <laughs> I got I have talent. all these experiences I just want to share with Dude, you. I got enough talent. I don't need another. <laughs> Thank you. Hunter last night told me that pool is probably the thing he is the best at. And yep. <laughs> was, we played a 30-minute game of pool where no one was able to sink a damn ball. We We didn't finish the game. <laughs> All right, no, we did. I think we did. I, I, I don't know. I, I gave up and started walking around, yeah, and, like looking at art on walls. <laughs> it was much more interesting than that. One thousand percent. Um, no, I didn't make two balls though. I do, I re- do recall that I made two. I'm, I'm proud at of least. you. I'm, I am proud of you. At least, it, you, you don't got good pool sticks over there at Mulligans. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll trash it's you again. It's the pool sticks. I'll trash you again, Mulligans. <laughs> Invest in better equipment. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so you started taking, uh, you took a new perspective to your I, music? I did. And uh, I would say my output has increased, like, just the efficiency with what I'm doing just because it's freeing, in a sense, to not yeah. tie myself to a certain identity and kind of be a chameleon. Uh-huh. Um, like, I... I I did just do a song about, like, it was a sadder song about a breakup, and then after that, I did a song where I'm rapping about how bad I am at online dating. Right. And I've got that, like, filter on your voice to make it sound like this. Yeah. And that was just so fun to, like, just bounce between those, like, two right. aspects. Yeah, it's good. And it goes hard, let me tell you. Yeah. Both of them go hard, or just the <laughs> online dating? I'd say that, 
every song right the, the, it's hard hunter <laughs> i just need an love audience that's really what man i'd be so big if people just gave me a chance people just like... listen <laughs> i'd be blowing up right now man would just listen to me man. be doing goldfish commercials on here <laughs> we'd finally have the money goldfish the money smiles back. <laughs> um mine for this podcast i would love to have a sattva sponsorship. A what? Sattva. 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 That's not a word. S-A-A-T-V-A. That you're making things up. Nope. What uh, is this? You can listen to your mom's house. They. It sounds like an insult. What, what <laughs> phrasing just occurred here? Yo, you can listen to your mom's house. <laughs> it, it's a podcast. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. It's this <laughs> you want to know what Sapa is? Go go to your mom's house your mom's and just house. put your ear to the door. <laughs> and, and listen, listen to it. That's me. That's Sapa right there, son. <laughs> um, or Helix. Helix. Ma- I want a mattress sponsorship for some reason. I would take Casper or MeUndies. Helix. 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 Um. Yeah, I don't. Have you ever tried MeUndies? No. Okay, well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how comfortable they are because they're not giving us money, but I will if I were you, to. I do want a uh, IV, uh, liquid IV. Um, yeah, those are expensive. Promotion. Yeah, they're a little expensive. You need a promo. They work, though. Uh, my my girlfriend has a Costco membership, so we, we just get them in like packs of like 50. Pennies on the dollar. You were saying about MeUndies? Um, I'm actually not saying about MeUndies is oh, my yeah, point right. until we, that check arrives because we're yeah. waiting. Thank you, MeUndies. <laughs> we await your... Wait. <laughs> we're not thanking them yet. One second. <laughs> we await your contact. Thank you. Uh, what, what does that timer say down there? 35. 35. Cool, we, we Ready to wrap it up? We got her. Um, so, this one you can go back to the tags for. Uh, inside baseball, um, <laughs> you can find all of Biko's music, Biko B I I K O, at spot well at Spotify every streaming platform. Yeah, but we we have the Spotify logo up there, so on Spotify on Spotify, but also you, where you can find this podcast and listen to it. You can listen to his music if you're listening to it, or are you on YouTube? Uh, my music is. I've and got a couple music videos. His music's on YouTube. And what can we search on YouTube? Uh, yeah, you can search Biko on YouTube. Uh, also, my new band just put out a single, and we are called Chugi. Chugi, mm-hmm. like a Chugi, like a chugi. Uh, no, like uh, the 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 slur against millennials yes, who think that and, they're hip. You know, I it's a new word that I just learned. Gotcha. Uh, and not what two months ago, maybe. <laughs> I still don't get it. But it also sounds... It's just Gen Z rebelling, it, man. It just sounds racist. Racist? It sounds to me like but what you, you cough just, up when you're sick. That's phlegm. That's a loogie. Kind of sounds like chuggy. Okay, but it just... Breakfast will be at Tip Top this coming Tuesday, March 29th, at uh, 7.30, over there on Straight and Butterworth. Uh, 
Anything else you'd like to promote? No, I've been so plugged right now. Uh, Hunter, I want to thank you for inviting me here. I had a great time. My pleasure. Thank you for coming by. Absolutely. Uh, and you can go ahead, and if you want to see me perform, I can't really tell you the next time I'm performing. Follow him on Facebook. But, yeah, if you follow if you follow my page on Facebook, Hunter Miles Comedy, uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Hunter Miles. And... If you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple, iHeart, wherever you listen to us. Leave us a review. Tell your friends. It's been a good time. Follow the Instagram of the podcast at Where Is This Going Pod. Boom. And our Twitter at Where Is This GoPo. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.